This is Talking Sense with Element Wealth Advisors with Joe Wildeson from Element Wealth Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Joe provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Talking Sense with Element Wealth Advisors with Joe Wildeson. Hello and welcome back to Talking Sense with Element Wealth Advisors. My name is Joey Wildeson from Element Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during this show, please give us a call at 717-632-7270 or visit us online at elementwealthradio.com. On that page, you'll see our past shows. Be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Financial programs and literature are generally focused on retirement that's still down the road. And that's a good thing because the sooner you start building your strategy, the more you can save and prepare for retirement. But what if you decided you wanted to retire right now? What are some of the final steps that you should take? What key questions should you answer? For many of you listening today, the coronavirus pandemic may have accelerated your decision to retire. If that's the case, you'll likely have many or plenty of anxiety about how to prepare yourself. The good news is today's program will discuss things like healthcare costs, inflation, social security, annuities, taxes and retirement, and much more. I chose today's topic after coming across a really well done Motley Fool article, Planning to Retire in 2020, a complete guide that I think uh, is likely going to be helpful for our listeners here today. The first step uh, in the article recommends is to simply gain a broad uh, perspective understanding of typical healthcare costs in retirement, because not doing so could lead to some very real uh, sticker shock. According to the article, a 65-year-old couple retiring now can expect to fork over something in the ballpark of $285,000 for out-of-pocket health care costs during retirement. Let that sink in. And that figure doesn't even include Medicare and long-term care expenses. There is some good news on the healthcare front, however. One step is to make sure you take advantage of your flexible spending account, or uh, FSA. Make sure you are taking advantage of that right up until you retire. Remember, in 2020, you can funnel $2,750 in pre-tax dollars uh, into your FSA, and that money can be used for things like glasses, visits to the dentist, some medications, and doctor's visits. Don't forget, though, that if you don't use that money in your FSA, you lose it. HSAs, or health Uh, savings accounts may be even a stronger play because the money you put into them does not get forfeited on a year-to-year basis. Um, They can remain in the account year after year and be withdrawn without a penalty in some circumstances. Like if you were using the funds for a qualified medical expense, you could pull that money out. You should note, however, that the money you withdraw does typically become taxable income. The 2020 HSA contribution limit is $3,550 for individuals and $7,100 for families. 
Also, people who are 55 and older can kick in another $1,000. However, healthcare, especially Medicare, is a great reason to meet with a experienced financial services professional if you haven't done so already, because they're certainly going to be able to help you make healthcare uh, decisions that fit into your broader financial and retirement strategies. The next critical piece to consider is inflation. After all, if you've managed to save $500,000 for retirement, that money isn't going to have the same purchasing power 20 years from now as it does today. The article explains that over long periods of time, inflation generally averages roughly 3% annually, though that number can certainly go a little higher or lower depending on economic conditions. I think inflation is one of those things that can be really easy for a person to overlook. Using that $500,000 number, if that was your savings goal, you'd probably feel nothing but excitement once you reached it. But it's important to take a step back and determine if you should push that number a little bit higher to cover inflation. Sometimes $500,000 ain't what it used to be. Now let's pivot to Social Security. It's no secret that Social Security is an absolutely essential part of a retirement for millions of Americans. However, it's important to understand what you're likely to receive, when you should file, and the ways you may receive an increase in monthly payment. Currently, the average monthly Social Security check is $1,503, which equates to $18,036 per year. You don't have to have an economics degree to determine if that's going to be enough to provide a quality retirement lifestyle for you. But remember, that's just the average. If you are a high wage earner, your monthly check could be higher, probably will be higher. And the current maximum monthly check is $3,011, good for $36,132 annually. That's a solid amount of money, but again, for many people, that's not going to be enough to maintain their preferred lifestyle during retirement. I always urge people to visit the Social Security Administration's website where they can set up an account and begin uh, getting a better sense of what their monthly payment is going to look like. I've mentioned a moment ago, it's possible to increase how much uh, your monthly check will be and doing so comes down to timing. You can begin claiming Social Security at age 62, and you can delay it until you're age 70. The current retirement age is 66, so where you orient yourself against that number will determine the size of your check. For example, if you file when you're age 62, you will receive 75% of the amount you would have received if you waited until age 66, the full retirement age for most. On the other hand, If you waited until age 70 to file, you would receive 132% of what you would have received if you were to file at 66. You should also note that Social Security formula used to tabulate your monthly check uses your 35 highest earning years. That means if you are currently earning more money than you ever have in your life you le- and you like your job, you may want to at least consider working another year or two because it will definitely drive up your Social Security payment. 
Depending on how close you are to retirement, you may want to discuss annuities with the financial services professional because they provide you with a steady income stream for the rest of your life. A financial services professional would be able to walk you through the key differences between the types of annuities while letting you know some of the potential downsides of annuities. Because the truth is, there are some potential downsides. Let's address taxes in retirement by looking at some of the common ways retirees continue earning income. The first is Social Security. Our listeners should note that if your income hits a certain level, your Social Security income may be taxable. Let's look at traditional IRAs and 401ks. These tools allow you to save pre-tax money, thereby reducing your taxable income during the year you make the contribution. However, once you begin making withdrawals after retirement, that money becomes taxable. You should note that many retirees enter a lower tax bracket once they stop working, so you should factor your likely retirement tax bracket into your strategy. With regard to Roth IRA and 401ks, these tools don't provide initial tax breaks, but if you build a strong strategy, you can withdraw that money tax-free once you retired. So pay the taxes up front to enjoy potential tax savings later. With regard to investment income, short-term capital gains are taxed at your standard income tax rate while long-term capital gains are typically taxed at 0, 15, or 20%. Most interest income is categorized as ordinary income and is therefore taxable. I hope today's episode gave you some solid advice about how you can double-check your retirement and financial strategies when you're very close to retirement. I'm Joey Wilderson from Element Wealth Advisors, and you've been listening to Talking Sense with Element Wealth Advisors. If you liked our show today, visit Element Wealth Radio, listen to our past shows, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Finally, if you want more information on what we discussed today, give us a call, 717-632-7270. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to Talking Sense with Element Wealth Advisors. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Joe Weldison at Element Wealth Advisors. Call 717-632-7270 or online at elementwealthadvisor.com. Joe Willison and Element Wealth Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.